Hello and welcome to the Mike O'Brien Show. Oh, I am Mike O'Brien. I am back in Boston, Massachusetts after a trip to California. With me, as always, is Jeff Taylor in Celebration, Florida. And Jeff's, uh, we're on a Zoom. You guys are listening. We, we're we're going to record this at some point by video. But right now, we have Jeff's personal assistant, who I was told doesn't have a microphone, isn't allowed to speak. Jeff, explain. Uh, this is my young personal assistant. I had to pick one up. I felt like I had a lot on my plate, and it was time for me to actually bring in someone to take a little bit off of my plate. So I went down to the local high school. I saw a pretty young boy and I thought to myself, perfect. I'm not going to get into any trouble with getting me too'd by him because I'm not into pretty young boys, but they do look good, you know, running around. Like if I have a female client, I can send him and uh, they will. Who is this person? It's my personal assistant. Yeah, but like, what is, how did you, you just went and grabbed a high school kid? Yeah, that's what I said. I went down there. I okay. stalked. All right. I stalked that's fine. a little bit. I stood near the bus where they get on the bus and I saw him and I, I said, I walked over and said, Hey kid, you want some candy? And yeah. He, he all said, right. He said, whatever. My mom told me that that was going to be a problem for me. And I said, no, 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 no. Not that kind of candy. Like this candy is for good, not for bad. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Sure. I mean, hey, if you just personal assistant, if you want to, we've we've had many uh, in our years together. We've had many an intern. One just passed away. So be careful. We're they're starting mean, to all the all the just former personal assistants are starting to die. So and you don't look well. You look very. Pale. I'm not well. Yeah. Oh, I've had I've had quite the I've had quite the day today, Jeff. Also. So so I was in California. Um, it was my lady friend's brother's wedding in San Francisco. Congratulations. To, to Roe and Maeve. We had a wonderful time in San Francisco, which um, so I was in San Francisco for a week. I was in L.A. for a week um, before we get into. I mean, there's not much. It was just a wedding. It was a beautiful wedding. It was an expensive wedding. I but, want to um, talk less about the wedding and more about your experience in those two cities, because I San Francisco like is I'm going in there. I'm thinking it's Mad Max, the way people are describing it, that. There's just going to be people shitting everywhere. There's homeless. There's tents. It's how I went to L.A. eight years ago. I lived in L.A. for winter. There's just tents everywhere. There's just people cracked out. It's like the Walking Dead. Every neighborhood. There's no there's no like, oh, like in Boston, it's just don't go to Mass and Cass. And there you might see some crazy homeless people that are like high on whatever and not, you know, causing a scene sporadically through the city in LA. It's just effing everywhere. Yeah. And that's what I thought San Francisco was going to be like. San Francisco is the most beautiful city I've ever been to in my life. Where were you um, in San I, Francisco? Because I will tell everywhere. You, no, you weren't I everywhere. Was, no, because no. Did you go down I drove near the, the, the George everywhere. Moscone Center? Uh, I, I drove everywhere. Did you go to I where all the like, the, like the really nice stores are and everything downtown? Yeah, I went to downtown. That's where I picked up my tuxedo at the Is warehouse. Is Xi Jinping coming into town? Because that place, I literally watched a girl go into the bathroom of a sub shop. And then her boyfriend comes in and starts banging on the door after she's been in there for way too long. And then the paramedics come in and take her out because she was having an overdose. So, yeah, I mean, that's going to happen in every city, though. That's not just San Francisco. That buddy, shit happens everywhere. I told you that they the first th my first experience there was going to a bar across the street and a guy getting stabbed in the bar where I was. That was my first mm -hmm. experience. Speaking of San Francisco, I know this is in Oakland, but it's literally right across the bridge to the right, having been there so many times. But the I in and out there, burger, I told you I drove everywhere. The in and out burger 
closed mm-hmm. down the first in and out burger of all time where I was robbed. They finally closed mm-hmm. it down because it was too dangerous. Never because it was across the street from the airport. So people would just sit there, wait for someone to go in and they rob every their bags because turns they knew they're coming from the airport. Turns out that was, I mean, smart on their part. It's actually smart on the, the, the robbers because they're like, oh, this is everyone gets off the plane like, oh, in and out. And then that, I did that when I went, to, I flew into San Francisco. We went to drive through, went to the there's this in and out right across the street from the airport in San Francisco, went a fantastic. Uh, it boggles my mind that you think say, I mean, I get you're right that the 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 topography of San Francisco is beautiful. But so I was just there. I was told there was some big conference or something where they kind of cleaned everything up. Oh, there you um, go. Yeah. Xi Jinping was in town. It was it was no, it was Chase. Chase, there was a big chase conference and then there was someone big too a couple months before i think that might have been the asian guy you're referring to yeah um so i thought it was beautiful i did a, an open mic and i was talking about basically my the the bostonian in me was just like you think your homeless shit is a better than our homeless um, we shit way better on the sidewalk than you do here in san francisco if there's a world series of homeless shitting boston will win that world series 100 out of 100 times well, I think it's one of those things as the as the press takes over, they see they're hiring, which is a ridiculous job. They're hiring people to pick up human excrement all over San Francisco. Like that's a that's a, that's quite the headline. So, yes, uh, they might have just cleaned it up. They but did. When I, I was there. You. I assure okay, you. When I did. was there, it was it was beautiful. Did I feel unsafe? Yes, because I'm in a different city. If you walked around Boston, where I walk around in downtown crossing and everywhere, but I know those homeless guys. Those are my homeless guys. That's just crazy. You're friends Tom. with half Who, of them. Yeah, that's just crazy. Tom. That's just Miami. He just yells at people like he's fine. You know, like when you know you're homeless people, you're like, ah, I'm not scared. But when there's the Miami of San Francisco yelling at people, you're like, oh, shit, that guy's going to stab me. But when you know him, when you see him every day, you're like, oh, he just sits there and yells at people. That's what he does. But like, so when you're when you're unfamiliar with with the um, with the crazy people, it's a lot scarier. So yeah, they, I think that's another thing that they I clearly was, cleaned it up for something because there's no way that you thought San Francisco is significantly worse than L.A. Significantly. Uh, really? I, I mean, then I went to L.A. and L.A. was just like the thing with L.A. that is like it's not like there's like the cracked out LA. crazy people everywhere. You're in L.A. It's the fact there's t- that I'm in L.A. I'm in LA, bro. And there's just tents everywhere, like everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. It's not like, oh, like I said, in San Francisco, it was like, oh, here's the, the three blocks where the, there's everyone. So there was I went through that area. I saw the tents. I saw the people. But that's the same as Boston. L.A., the tents are everywhere. And then when they leave those areas, they just leave. every. So you're just walking around. There's just clothes and bags and just shit everywhere yeah, and it's but covered that's only it's because wet. that's only because they're off doing their jobs to get their drugs they come back to all that stuff like that's just their i home. guess i mean some of them i don't know anyways i think la's way i thought San, and like you said the topography of it it's just like oh Holy it's gorgeous shit. you should go to vancouver it's beautiful vancouver really? vancouver like is san francisco with nice people Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, San Francisco people seem nice. I didn't really. Yeah. I was just dealing with rich people. Yes, but, that's what I was um, thinking. I was like, he flew yeah. into San Francisco, drove directly <laughs> to the suburbs oh. near an Asian part of town because those are the yeah. safest ones. And there was no there was no suburbs. I was staying in San Francisco, but where my lady loves family lives in the same house 
since the 1960s is the richest neighborhood in San Francisco. Their neighbor was Robin Williams. No, but one of their aunts' neighbors is Nancy Pelosi. It's it's um it's uh Seacrest or something. Oh like yeah, that? it's down Seacliff. there by that uh, military base it, looking place. Yes, yeah. it was. It's right by the Golden Gate Bridge, and you walk yeah. on a beach, and it's beautiful. You see the we saw this was the craziest thing. We saw there was a beach within walking distance of where we're staying at their uh, their, their grandma's house, who actually passed away. When you say beach, was it on the the bay? It was on the bay, but okay. there's a beach, you know, yeah, there's yeah, sand, there's you sand. walk yeah, along. It was called whatever Baker's Beach, I want to say it was called. And uh, it's beautiful view of the Golden Gate Bridge. It's just beautiful. It's like you're at the end of the world. One of those places. There's cliffs everywhere. It's, yeah, it's like, gorgeous. holy crap, this it's is amazing. Gorgeous. There's literally I saw like a huge oil tanker go underneath the, the Golden Gate Bridge. But there was like a sailboat that I don't know what happened, but just it was a shipwreck on the beach. There's yeah, just that's this what happens when sailboat. a sailboat when a sailboat breaks down. Yeah. They don't they don't take them out. They just leave them. They just like they just the leave them. And there's yeah. just so it was there. It was gone one day. Next day we go. There's just a sailboat on the beach. I was like, this is nuts. This is awesome. <laughs> you just saw a, a shipwreck. Like it was like Tom Hanks. You never been to Marblehead? There's shipwrecked uh, sailboats all over the place outside of Marblehead. The only time I ever saw shipwrecks was in Buffalo on the lake, and it was abandoned oil tankers that were rusted out. You clearly <laughs> didn't see your worst. last. You clearly did, clearly didn't see your set in San Francisco. That's the last ship no. I saw. That was bad. I was bad in San Francisco. In L.A., we'll get to L.A. in a second. Killed it in L.A. And that was the show to to kill it at. But um, so San Francisco, like I said, I, I stayed in, in an area. I was around people that I'm not used to being around. We'll yeah. say like, you know, when there's uh, what the heck Shaq's line of like, I'm rich. Oprah's wealthy or whatever the heck that was. Or yeah. Bill Gates is wealthy. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. That the guy, like, the uh, guy that pays Shaq's paycheck is wealthy. is wealthy. Yeah, something like that. So I was just around people that were talking to me about things that I was just like, I I have no idea how to relate to that. You yeah. know, like they're just talking about their places in other cities and just my biggest thing I took about wealthy people slash really rich people. They love inviting you to stay at their place and they'll, you'll never when you're like. It. Well, never do it, but they ask you all the time. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going down to L.A. And my new friend Cliff was like, hey, you should stay at my place in Manhattan Beach. I'm not going to be there. I was like, of course, me and Dan Helly hang out all the time. You know, Helly was actually in Toronto for UFC. I couldn't hang out with him. Bummer. But um, but I was like, yeah, let me just stay at your whatever million dollar place in Manhattan Beach. Did you, you just met me. Sure. No, exactly. Yeah. They're, and they're, in New York, I got empty, places to stay in empty offers. <laughs> Yeah, I got places to stay in New York. I got lots of. If I follow up on these places, I'm gonna be staying in some nice places around America. I'm what's the What's about. the movie where they're inviting the people over and uh, they're taking their bodies to put their their dying uh, significant others in? Get no out. No idea. Cocoon. Get out. I don't know. No, get out. Oh, I, I missed. I've never seen Get Out. Oh, it's great. You should see it. But I just spoiled it for you. Thanks. No um, but yes, lovely people. Beautiful. San Francisco is beautiful. 10 out of 10 recommend San Francisco, except the conundrum that I was in today. So, as I said, we haven't talked about Los Angeles. We will talk about Los Angeles. I drove down to L.A. Macy and her family and everyone flew back to Boston. So I couldn't stay in the um, in, in the rich people house. When I uh, flew back, I can't. I drove, oh, so they were like, I, I rented. Don't let a- the riffraff stay, but some non-riffraff has to go with him. 
Yeah. So, so Macy, well, Macy and her family are not riffraff. But uh, no, no, you're the riffraff. They're I'm the, the riffraff. You couldn't I, stay was, at yeah. the place because the non riffraff went back to Boston. Non-riff were gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Thanks for yes. making me explain. So, yeah, you're right. So I what I wanted to do the main reason why I was going to L.A. was a just go to L.A. I like L.A. There's things to do, but I wanted to drive down the PCH. So I'm at the wedding. I'm talking to my buddies, getting invited to stay places. And they're like, where are you going? I said, L.A. I'm going to rent a car. I'm going to drive down to the PCH. I'm really excited about it and right away. Uh, one of my new friends was like, you can't because like three quarters of it is closed because of landslides. So you can't. I was like, are you kidding? That's like the main reason why I drove like I wanted to drive to see this beautiful stretch of America that I've only seen once in third grade. And but I already rented the car and I was like, all right, I'm just driving down there anyway. So I drive down the 101, which is fine. There are stretches that go along and it's beautiful. It's definitely different. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Um, I still would have done it. I love driving instead of instead of flying. You're right there, bud. You need me to vamp oh, for a second? Burping. Okay. Yeah, no, I was just burping. My seltzer waters are coming back. Yeah. So anyways, so after LA, dry, I have to drive back to San Francisco to fly out because when you rent a car, if you drop it off another city, it's like, give us the car a billion dollars and your kidney. Like, it's just really expensive to leave the car in a different city. So I was like, whatever, I'll drive back to San Francisco. No big whoop. I, so I drive back to San Francisco. What's that? I want to do the math here, though. Did you spend more in gas driving California gas prices the, from L.A. The to, car back to San Francisco? I had, the, the car I had was really, really good with gas. I lucked out. Uh, it would be like eight gallons a tank and I'd get like 400 miles off of it. It was what? like this Kia. Yeah, it was crazy. Key. It was crazy. I would Korean, just, fill Korean it up. It was like vehicle. 40 bucks. That's interesting. It was great. Yeah, it was great. 40 bucks. It was like 400 miles. It would be like maybe 50, 60 bucks one way, maybe, you know? Yeah. So anyways, so I get this hotel, the Ritz Inn in San Francisco, technically San Bruno, California on the hotels.com. Technically not in San Francisco, but it's next to the airport. That's all. I just wanted it. Next to the airport. Yeah. I've and never so flown in or out of San Francisco's airport. My mother, who loves me, got me a gift card for four hundred dollars for hotels dot com because I like driving down San Fran to Florida to see her this year. I will not be driving because I kind of did my driving, got the driving thing out. I'll fly down and possibly drive up to Orlando to see you and go to the magic game. OK. Anyways. Um, so right now I'm not doing the road trip down to Florida anymore. I'm going to, to fly. So I'm, I'm getting up the, the Ritz Inn. So the Ritz Inn in San We've Bruno. We've already discussed the you, trouble that you can get into when you get your hotels at hotels.com. Yes. Yeah. So I go to the Ritz Inn, uh, 8.2. Very good. Um, it was like 80 bucks, 87 total with everything. I'm like, great. Perfect. I'm only going to be there a night. Red flag. Who gives a crap? <laughs> but I've stayed at crazy bad hotels. In Buffalo, we stayed at a hotel that looked like it, we call it the murder death. Yeah, but hotels like, was... in Buffalo that are bad are not even close to hotels in San Francisco that are bad. I don't know. The one in Buffalo is really bad. But this was, this was, this was, I don't know. It was, both were equally bad. So, anyways, so then I check and it's like, oh, very good, free parking, whatever. Um, it's a, considered a two and a half star hotel done, but I know that it's an inn. If people from Boston are familiar, it's like those hotels on route one uh, outside of uh, Gillette stadium. 
I call them the. Why do they I bother them with the dance. half star, two and a half? Why don't they just go to from yeah. two to three? Two to three. It, what it, gives you the half and star? Because so, you have a second restaurant. Yeah. So I. So the night I drive up to San Francisco, I find a show. I do a show. I do my hahas. It was very nice. If you're ever in there, where did go you go? Check out. What's that? It was, what was Monday the, night. Uh, what was the name of the club? Uh, the show. It was at actually an awesome the Abbott Tavern, and the show is called. I'm looking for this thing here it is called them is called murph quake m-i-r-t-h quake the murph quake show at the abbott tavern it was just like it was a really nice show good guys i wish i could have like stayed and got hammered but so then i i left around 9 9 30 because i was like i need to see oakland a's i want to drive over the bay bridge i want to go to the stadium last opportunity so, Best opportunity. Last, Drive last, over the Bay Bridge. Last opportunity. Yeah, last opportunity. I don't know. I might go out there this year to go to a game. So I drive I drive over the Bay Bridge at like 9 o'clock at night. Go to the stadium. Of course, the parking lot's closed. The basketball arena is still there, which I enjoyed. I loved seeing the old bat. The Warriors used to play right next door to it. Basketball arena is still up. The stadium's there, but I can't get close. So I'm like, whatever. Sketchy area of town. I'm <laughs> like, let me get out of here. Sketchy, say the least. Area of town. Sketchiest area of town. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I'm like, I need to get the hell out of here. So I just drive around, go back over the bridge, go check into the hotel. It's like 11 o'clock. Check into the hotel. Nice gentleman at the front gives me room 220. Go up to 220. The doors open. So I'm like, that's good. All right. Yeah. And it's one of those. That's a service inn. that two and a half star hotels offer you. They yeah. open the door for you. They do, right? Yeah. 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 One, and no, half, we'll that that on. one and a half will leave the lights on. One and a half will leave the lights on for you. Two and a half will leave the doors open for you. Doors open for you. So, and it's one of those inns that you don't go inside. It's, it's not an in anything. <laughs> it's an, it's out. an out. It's not an in. It's the Ritz, the Ritz out. out. It's not the Ritz in. Yeah. <laughs> so the doors are facing the road. So you got to, you're outside. So I open up the door. I don't know. I just, yeah. I mean, I open up the door because it's open. And I'm like, what the hell? The room's freezing because the door was open. And so I called down. And I was like, hey, the door's open. I don't know. Did you check double book me or something like that? And do which I've had. I work in hotels. It happens sometimes. Someone doesn't put it in properly in the computer. They go into the room. Whatever. It's happened to me it, it once does before. Luckily, it the woman wasn't in there when I walked in. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So then, so then. Uh, the guy's like, no one else is in that room. That's your room. So I was like, whatever. I got to wake up, return this car, get on the plane, get out of here. I don't care. The room looked fine. Get underneath the bed, immediately feel like stuff on my feet, like crumbs, something at my feet. So I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? And also, I realized like my feet are dirty from the floor. Like I have stuff on the bottom of my bare feet that I'm like, I've been wearing shoes all day. Why are my feet dirty? Like I was walking. So there's like sand and just like lint and stuff. Open up the sheets. There's sand. There's lint. There's just stuff in the bed. Yeah. So I called down. I was like, hey, I need this. The, the sheets are gross. I take a picture. Guy's nice enough. Comes up, says go to 221. So I go to room 221. Which was an adjoining room and the middle door was open. You just had to walk. Right no, over. no, no. Thank God. No. <laughs> so I go to 221. I'm like, whatever. I'm exhausted. It's not like 1130. I just want to go to sleep, open up the door to go to the bathroom and feel my feet like stick. Luckily, I was wearing the sneakers, feel my feet like stick to the floor. Hey. Turn on the lights. There's like, you know, when like I stayed when in a 35 fancy dudes jizz on a bathroom hotel. Yeah, yeah. I don't Basically, know about that personally, but I've heard stories. So um, <laughs> he just 
221 <laughs> for, Bukaki. I want to, if we have time, remind me we have to speak about Vince McMahon too. But um, Vince McMahon. I love how that made me think of Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. So, anyways, <laughs> so, um, so, anyways, so I go in the bathroom and see, I, I open up, and it was like a, one of those fake granite floors. Yeah. And I've stayed in hotels before in Newport, a fancy hotel that had the counter that had a sign on it says the counter is not dirty. It's the, the way the granite looks. And, and it was. It's like, you know how granite sometimes have like spots and whatever. It looks whatever. So I'm like, this is not this is not. And I like take a take a towel and like rub it and it comes off. I'm like, this is freaking pea Did stains covered light? in dirt. No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, don't say that. So, I mean, all first of all, all hotels. If you're staying at the Four Seasons, that room is gross. Every room is gross. Oh, yeah. I carry hotel. a black light with me whenever I stay at a hotel and I check them all. And the nicer the hotel, really? the more jizz there is. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. I wouldn't even want to know. Yeah. There's just jizz everywhere. It's it turns disgusting. out wealthy people like to just jizz everywhere. I stayed at a nice Broke hotel. people are nice and use a towel. I stayed. Excuse me. I, I uh, worked at a hotel at the airport. It was okay. Hyatt. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah, I remember. And the presidential right? suite. And once, yeah, and then once a month, sometimes twice a month, we had a, a gentleman visit, and we called it the hooker. He'd come every Wednesday because the presidential suite was that was the cheapest for whatever reason. And I called it the hooker and coke party, where he would just bring hookers to the presidential suite and do blow. And he would just give me any time he called, he'd give me a hundred. Like there was once I made six hundred dollars off of him because he just kept giving. And then he would like answer the door in a bathroom in a bathrobe, completely naked, and he'd just give you a hundred dollars. You give him ice, and then like it was like. He never said there were hookers, but there were hookers. He once had me get the yellow pages and look up escorts in the back for to get more because he was so zooted out of his mind. <laughs> Anyways, you know, it's a night like that crazy. So when you're like, oh, I hope to one day be that guy. I want to yeah, one no, day call no the bellboy and say, hey, will you look me up some escorts? I mean, I'm not going to get them because I'm a faithful husband, but I'd like to yeah. be able to ask for it. So. So whenever you're like, oh, that's a crack hooker hotel, all hotels are crack hooker hotels. Every single one of them, the richest, the poorest, they're all the, they're all crack hooker hotels. So anyways, so the thing is gross. The, the, and I'm just like, whatever. I just put towels all over the floor. Like, fine. Let me just get the hell. Let me sleep. Get the hell out of here. Get in the bed. The bed's like barely. The bed is very poorly made. Wake up the next morning. The sheets are everywhere because the, the sheets aren't like tucked in and you could see the mattress pad and there's just yellow stains all over the mattress pad. The side of the mattress pad on the mattress pad. It's disgusting. Let me ask this you this is the question. Ritz you stayed there one night, one night, would, $87, would it, $70. Would that have would it have been worth $70 to not have to step in jizz and sleep and piss? I would have paid a hundred and I would have paid more yeah, to just the, not. My, rule, I would paid, my rule is one fifty or or less is off the table. I stayed in Glendale at the Glendale Hotel for a hundred dollars and it was one of the nicest hotels, clean. I loved it, location. It was a great hotel. Anytime I'm going back to LA and places I'm going to, Glendale's a centralized location, I'm going to the Glendale Hotel. All I right. loved it. It was a hundred dollars. It was fantastic. I feel like I've stayed so anyways, there before. Which I'm sure that they've had Glendale Hotel has. Is that the one that has happened. like the the pictures of like the surfers on the wall and everything? No, no. I don't know. It was right across the street from the high school. Um, All right. Oh, I could have gotten. A so PA. then, 
So then I go check out and the same guy who was working when I checked in still working. And I'm like, hey, man, that second room was even grosser. Like this is the worst hotel I've ever stayed at. I don't know what to tell you. Like something needs to happen here. So then I contact hotels.com. I've never done this before. I'm like, I want my money back. This is disgusting. Like it's on your hotel. It says that it's a nice. So it's an 8.2. It's clean. It's all this stuff. And you're saying that this is a fine hotel. This is not a fine. I had two rooms. It's one thing if it was one room, like shit happens. People forget the, you know, I clean the room. Yeah, I'll go home. Whatever. Yeah. Like that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two, two rooms is like this is this whole hotel is like this now, you know, like this, whatever. So I call up. All right. I, of course, because God forbid you call someone. So I email them and then they never get back. Email me. I never get back. Find their phone number. Call someone who I talk to someone who says, we'll get back to you, who, of course, gets back to me via email, send pictures, send everything. And then they say the hotel said that I made it all up, that the rooms were fine and they're not giving me my money back. <laughs> That's not that's not happening. So I just go full today. I feel like I've spoken to you about this before, but what you do is you go on hotels.com and you find the hotel price and then you call the actual hotel and book through the actual hotel. You'll usually get a better rate or at least the same rate. At least the same rate. But then I would have been, I would have, I'm happy I did it through hotels doc. And it was also with the gift card. Why did you get any money back? Let me, let me. Okay. Jeff, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to blow. Spoiler your alert. Okay, good. So good. today, so I'm dealing with the emails, dealing with the emails. Finally, I get Enrique calls me up from Hotels.com. Good. He says they said like nothing. Happened. I like just off the bat. I like Enrique. Enrique was very helpful. Yes. And I'm like Enrique, they are lying to you. This was the grossest. I complained to everybody. The one, everybody, the one guy there. I I complained to him, and it's like I knew what I was getting into. But it's just like this is above and beyond the call of duty for just bad hotels. You know, it's like you shouldn't like I want to call. I have nothing to do all winter. I may call the San Bruno, San Francisco uh, uh, Department of what safety or public works or cleaning. What's the de- Jeff? What is the um, the department the- that looks over the hotels? Yeah, whatever. The cleanliness police, whatever. Yeah, I'm calling what them up. Whatever. And uh, like I'm making this my mission to be like, hey, either clean up or get out because this is I'm not I'm not asking for I know you're a crack then. Like I know what you are, but at least make it seem like if I just stare and let me the Department my, of Health thought, and Human like, Services. The Department I got of a Health. Call, I got a call from uh, someone who I would never expect a call from, so I was dealing with that. So I apologize. I know my government organizations. Department of Health. Yes. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, I, I, it's just it's the worst place ever. So, Hotels.com. Enrique calls me up, and I'm like, Enrique, I I need my money back, buddy. At least recredit the the gift card because I knew it was on a gift card. And he's like, can't do that. And I was like, got to do something, Enrique. This is ridiculous. I sent him the picture. She's like, wow, that's disgusting. I was like, yeah. He goes, let me tell you. And so we started doing the point loyalty system. I was like, Enrique, that's great and all, but $87 of points isn't going to be $87. Like, I know how these point system. I go to Dunkin' Donuts. I have 7,000 points at Dunkin' Donuts. That's not $7,000 worth of Dunkin' Donuts. Like, I know how this works. And so he's like, well, I'll just give you a $100 credit to your account. I was like, now we're talking, Enrique. Yeah. So I have a $100 credit to Hotels.com, which I'll probably use 
in Orlando to get drunk at the Magic game and then stumble back to a hotel in downtown Orlando. Nice, buddy. I'm, I, I'm glad to hear that Enrique took good care of you. Enrique I, took, but I'm going to take down Loritzen in San Francisco, yeah. California, with if it's the last thing I do on this <laughs> earth. You're going I'm not to, even. You have a vendetta. Oh my God! There, there is a Liam Neeson movie brewing right now with me and this the Ritz. Because it's not even the fact that it was gross; it was the fact that they went like, "No, everything was fine." And I'm like, "So I'm a liar." Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll yeah. show you how much of a liar I now. Now you're now you now you're screwing up. Other thing I've been dealing with is so for Boston Duck Tours, I have to have a Coast Guard license for the boat aspect because there's people on the boat. I'm a registered captain. I'm a licensed captain kind of a big deal jeff yeah so my license is expiring in march or april something like that so i need to get a physical to say i'm oh fit shit to do this my doctor needs to fill shit out i got my physical last january but the way the federal government works and everything i need to get this paperwork in asap okay so around november i call up my doctor i was like hey I need this sheet filled out. Will you fill out the sheet for my last physical? He's like, done. And then he gets, I said, you know, no rush. Don't, I don't need it today. Week or two calls back, says, hey, you need to come in and do like an eye test and some stuff. So I was oh. like, okay, oh. go in, do the eye test, do all this stuff. This is maybe first week of December, maybe. Yeah, all right. Get charged $25 for the doctor visit, whatever. Not a bad code. Pay it. Okay. So do all that. And then I'm like, wait. And then he, I'm like, do you have the paper now? He's like, no, I'll send it to you. Weeks go by. Never get it. And so call up like, hey, like we're getting to the point of now. Like I need the paper now because it, it takes months for this to get through the process, you know? So says he sent it, says he sent it. Show up at the office was like, I need the paper. And he was like, I, I don't. It, or the secretary's like he hasn't filled it out yet. So I'm like, OK, so then they call and I'm like, hey, we, we're getting to a point where I may need to have a new physical because my physical is up end of January, February. So then I'm in L.A. and I'm like, I just want to make an, uh, a thing for a new physical, uh, a schedule, a new physical. You went to a doctor so in do L.A. No, my doctor oh. in Boston. I call him while I'm in San Francisco and I'm like, hey, like, let's make this happen. And so then he calls back or she goes to the secretary says, oh, in March, I was like, March doesn't. No, 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 no. Like you guys screwed up. Like I need this when I come back from L.A. It's like it's, so she's like, just come back. He'll have the thing filled out. Go to the office yesterday, Wednesday. Go to the office. When I fly in uh, Tuesday night, go Wednesday morning. I'm like, hey, you guys told me he had the sheet filled out. Let me see if it works. But I also want to schedule a physical just in case they don't accept this. And so then they uh, it's not filled out. Gives me the sheet not filled out. So it's like, you, you need shit. a new doctor, dude. I've been needing it. I love my doctor, though. But anyways, I do need a new doctor. So then you're, you're a so then he calls me up this doctor. You're in love. Yeah, with he man calls me who up. Does personally. not care about you. He does care about me <laughs> yeah, he, that's today. Today, he finally gave he gave me a full physical touch my genitals, put his finger in my butt. He loves me so. He uh, so then he get fine. So today he gives me the sheet with a new date. So hopefully I'll be all fine. But it was quite the conundrum. And yes, you and my lady friend have both informed me to get a new doctor. Yeah. I, like. So two non riff raff have told you that it's time for you to get a new doctor. That means it's time mm -hmm. to get a new doctor. Mm -hmm. Yes. So from San Francisco, I drive down to Los Angeles. Beautiful, beautiful drive. 
Um, I love California. I think it's the most beautiful place. I love California. I would live there if it wasn't for my job and I'm unable to do anything worthwhile. Because they other don't than have point buildings. in LA. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think it'll pay the same. And California is way more expensive. Um, so, so California living there with the riffraff, the pooping, the taxes sucks. But the actual, as you said, topography is the most. It's the most beautiful place. You feel like you're. You you feel like you're. That's in a the only country. thing they have to say whenever you bring up how big of a shithole it is. They're like, no, it's not. The weather's great. It's beautiful. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Beautiful. If I step in human shit every time I walk down the street, I don't care if it's literally heaven. Literally, I drive around Boston all day. Once a month, I'll witness someone pooping on the sidewalk in Boston. It happens in every city. I've never seen that in my city. No one's ever shat in my city. Because you're not in downtown Orlando, Jeffrey. I was in downtown Orlando less than a month ago watching my friend. Not every day. Not every day. No, it's true. If you're there every day, you'll see some shit, man. I'm telling you right now, if you're in downtown Orlando, you'll see some shit. I will say this in Orlando there are a lot of parking structures that smell mm-hmm. like piss so clearly people oh are yeah pissing. i've peed in lots of parking structures <laughs> what are you in talking orlando. about i know i probably smell like just in orlando in boston of 20 year old mike o'brien piss in the icon parking lot oh i pissed at a parking structure last year in orlando for <laughs> what are you talking about when you gotta go you gotta go yeah. so um I peed in San Francisco. What do you or L.A. Oh, nothing, I, in L.A. Man. I peed. That's nothing. I peed. They're, in they're LA used to somewhere. it there. Yeah. That just washes so, away um, the excrement. <laughs> so, so I go to L.A. I stay with my friend Chris Nolan, and he's in Redondo Beach. Christopher and Nolan. Chris just Christopher Chris Nolan. Does he yeah. Have a nice no, house. Okay, with Ken. Oh. He is. He's a. He has a very nice apartment with his wife Veronica. I've known them since college. I've known Chris since college. Nolan, we call him Nolan. So he went, he was roommates with my best friend from high school at UMass. I went to Keene State. My best friend at Keene State was Nolan's best friend at Westboro High. So, like, weird. it was re- my bet. It was very weird. So, me and Nolan, we stay in touch. Um, I'm an honorary member of the Westboro High class of 1999. I stay at his place for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, he has a two year old child, adorable child, Everly. We call her Cheese because they were first going to call her Brianna. Brie like the cheese, yeah. and so we call her Cheese. cheese. So even that though her name is not of, Cheese, uh, yeah. What's the movie? Uh, 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 I got out. Yeah, out the, old school. <laughs> we used to throw you cheese. in the dumpster. Yeah, I got out. <laughs> it's actually Dean, whatever his last name yeah. is. Yeah, I got out. So, um, so Cheese is adorable, and she's two. And when you sit down on the couch, she has a pile of toys in the corner because she's two and everyone thinks she just needs more pieces of plastic. She doesn't have enough pieces of plastic with faces on them. So the way she plays with toys is she grabs a toy. She brings it to you and she goes, what's this? And then when you haven't played this game before, you say, oh, that's Cinderella. And she goes, yeah, and puts it in your lap and then proceeds to grab Every single toy, all 100 of them, one by one, come to you and say, what's this? And then you say it. And then sometimes she'll say it and then she'll still say, what's this? I'm like, you just told me. What is it? And then she'll be like, it's goofy. You're not a parent. This is what you say when that happens. When you're a parent, you know these rules. She comes up and she says, what's this? You say Cinderella. She comes with the second toy. She says, what's this? You say, ask your mother. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) So I play the game the first time. 
And then she goes and she brings him back in. And I'm like, that's adorable. That was adorable. Two days later, I'm just like, I'm going to throw you out the fucking window. <laughs> you know, like, how do you, how are you a parent? What's like, this? That's the oh last toy you're ever going to fucking What's touch. this? I'm like, you know what it is. You know what the fuck it is. It's fucking Ernie. You said it 17 it's times. It's fucking boyfriend. Like, my God. God, <laughs> and Nolan is just die laughing because he's just like seeing this. But now she's two, so then she has like she's going through menopause. She just goes from one minute she's laughing hysterically, and then some she drops something. She, and a then two year old manic depressant, and then she just just starts screaming like a puppy was shot in front of her, yes. and you're just like what is going on here to your like bipolar this. syndrome yes <laughs> i love you, I love you. I hate 37 so nolan yeah. nolan is like he never gets to go out so he's like let's do college stuff so we go out and we get hammered until like one in the morning and then at 6 30 i'm in cheese i'm in up. like cheese is up <laughs> wake up mike wake up and i'm like are you effing kidding me right now the this worst is... thing to be is the fat lovable uncle oh my god and so then i stay at the glendale hotel one day because i was doing a show the peacock show which my high school friend becca roofer ran and there was matt bronger who's an amazing comedian um uh he he's hilarious like i saw like real comedians my friend langston kerman who I started with, he's like a real comedian. He makes money. What do you mean? He's been doing a special. You work at Nick's. Like guys who get paid and aren't just doing Oaks Lodges and Situate. Like guys (laughs) who like, like Langston's getting a special. I make twenty five dollars. Yeah, I know, but the other ones don't. Okay, (laughs) like there's levels. I'm on level one and a half. They're on level. I'm making no argument that you're the real comedian. I'm just saying that in Boston, you do shows with real comedians. Very once, maybe twice a year. Do you work with Dan Bolger? Yeah, he does Elks Lodges in Situate. Yeah, but he's a real. He makes more than I do. He's got. He's at level. He's at level three. I watched him on level one and a half. He's hilarious. He was on Conan. He was on um whatever the other guy, the, yeah. the English guy. Yeah. So anyways, so then, uh, yeah, there's a guy from Ted. He's hilarious. Uh, 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 he's on Ted. There's a new TV show, Ted. Yeah, that bothers me. Danny, 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 it's, Danny. It's a Joles. network. It's a network television show that is taking the premise of a mm-hmm. extremely filthy teddy bear and yeah. cleaning it up for network TV. I don't like it. Don't do that. And he's Seth MacFarlane does it and he's on it and he gets paid probably a I know, but he's selling his soul because Good Ted is a disgustingly sick pervert and they're not going to be yeah. able to do that on network television. Whatever. If I was asked to be on it, I'd be on it. He's what I'd I'm rather saying is see they're Ted making 3 than a Ted Langston's, TV show. Langston's or do it on do, Netflix. Langston's going to do a special directed by John Mulaney. Like there's there's these guys have made it. Okay, these are real people. And they talked to me like I was a real guy. And that was great. And I had fun and I killed it. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And I saw some friends from high school there. Jay Kaloje showed up. I haven't seen in a long time. My friend Mary Rolick, who who's in, in the biz. She's a producer. She she knows people. Her her husband is doing a, a documentary on um, 
on uh why can't i think of thank you very much who's that why can't i think of that guy man on the moon um oh uh, what's wrong with me it's the dave Chappelle joke we should all this is in the this is in the this uh the wrestler uh, why am i it's uh day uh jim carrey played yeah andy yeah, kaufman yeah. andy kaufman yes. why i can't i can't believe my, i'm just exhausted i'm stupid andy kaufman <laughs> i saw the first cut cut of that he asked for my opinion on something and i said i gave my opinion and he's like okay and he just kind of blew me off and then the next day he texted me he was like you're right about that actually i was like god damn right i was right about that so i yeah. hope i get a thank you he in won. the credits to that i contributed to the andy kaufman documentary you obviously don't know um, how hollywood works they take other people's I, ideas and then take credit for them themselves listen i saved the whole thing anyways with my one stupid comment yeah. um so got to see that but the biggest thing um i did while i was there i mean the show was probably the biggest thing but say the um, chick's wedding was the biggest thing and then this is the second biggest thing it wasn't the chick's wedding it was it was it was her brother's wedding well, but yes Maeve also was wedding. there yeah that was the best thing you did the chicks my lady my lady friend's brother's wedding oh so it was, it was your, awesome awesome that was a big deal never i never to saw be future brother-in-law's wedding I've been I've been with her for seven years. I've never met her dad's side of the family. Very nice people. Good. I had a wonderful Good. time. It was great. I right. had so much fun. It was wonderful. So Nolan, um, Chris Gerdich, another Westboro guy and their friend Christian and I went to the prices. Right. Um, wow. Yeah. Second time I've done the prices. Right. Did Bob Barker do it? No, it was Drew Carey. Though no, the first time it was Drew Carey, too. Yeah. Um, it might have been first Bob or second Barker's year. Dead. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Breaking news. Yeah. Um, so go to the prices right. And right away, I'm just looking around. I'm like, it's not happening. I can just tell right now it's not happening. Were you wearing been once that before? Hat? It's a fun. I was wearing no hat, no uh, logos. Yeah, you should have worn nothing. Hat, dude. Yeah, no, because if you say you're a comedian, that's like the number one unwritten rule is if you go to the prices right or any show, don't ever say you're like when I've been up for like reality shows and stuff they're like never say you're a comedian never say you're an actor you'll never get picked hmm. so i said i was a tour guide in boston and uh which i mean i'm not a comedian uh anyways so so i'm just wearing a regular shirt bouncing around you know you're supposed to act but you're in this room for like four hours and they're just playing music there's some guy acting like nick swartzen looks like nick swartzen wearing all pink like hey guys and you're like in this room that was like a, it's a Korean church waiting next to the studio. And you're just it's eight. You get there at seven. We get there at seven thirty, I think, in the morning. Woke up at like five, five thirty to get there because God knows how long it would take driving wise. And we're there and you're like bouncing around. You got it. But it's three, four hours. It's just like old people from Wisconsin just losing their minds, just going nuts the entire time. There's one lady who I'm like, yo, you got to. You got to pump the brakes. You are just going way too nuts right now. You're fake. She got Stop on it, it, though, didn't she? She won, of course. Yes. <laughs> so so I don't get called. The worst part is when you're going into the studio, they have like a sheet. So um, first of all, I'm sorry. They take you in at tens and they interview you. And I've done this process before. The first time I went, they talked to me for like a couple minutes. They were talking to me, asking me questions. This time they're like, and I'm doing the jazz hands. I'm like acting like I want to be there. I'm not just sitting there like, you know, I'm going nuts. You have your number. I was number 22 and that my group was 22, 23, 24, 25. So 
Uh, they do the interview and they're like, what's your name? You know, I'm like, I'm Mike. I'm a tour guy in Boston. Like, great. And then they just like pass right over me. The other people are like, what's your name? And they're asking a bunch of questions. So right then I'm like, I just want to leave. I'm not getting called. I know I'm not getting called. I can just tell right now. So we go in and when they're sitting you down, they have you. There's a person like looking at a chart. And when there's the chart, there is only uh, numbers. You see, like I saw like five to eight numbers circled. And so everything else is just empty. So when I go in, I see they see me and they see you're number 22. I go, I'm number 22 and 21. Just they're like, are you with her? And as she said, are you with her? I saw the sheet and I saw the numbers all circled and 21 was circled. And I was just like, no, I'm not with her. And then they're like, then you go to the corner. And we went over to the corner and I'm like, I saw the numbers, my number or anyone in my party's number wasn't on it. And so we just sat there. We still did the jazz hands and went nuts. But when they called the last one, the lady was right behind me. I did not stand up. I just folded my arms and put my head down and was just like, oh, so hopefully. But I was kind of at the end. So they could. Cut oh, you me think out, you're going to make the cut? Oh, I mean, I'm going to be I'm going to be on the show. I was on the show the last time. You can't not be in the show. It's like the studio is so small. You're going to be on the show. It's just that last one when they call the last person. She's like she's like two seats to the right behind me. And I just like look so pissed and I'm like, oh, I hope that gets on. That would be amazing. So that was my prices. Right. It's and I almost went back the next is day. The Price is right like, song. The one that's done. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 that is the song. All right. Yes. Yes, that is the song. You are correct. I was just wondering um, why that song was in my head. And that's because it's the Price is Right song. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that is the price is right. So I didn't get called. It just sucks that you didn't get called on the price that two times um, that I didn't get called on the price is right. And I'm just looking over my left. Oh, 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 one thing I forgot. I'm looking over my list of things that I did. Went to Alcatraz. Yeah, again. Yeah, Alcatraz is cool. Just a boat ride. Did not. Um, But you go. It's really small. The jail jail aspect is really small. I just love to. Where I remember this when I was in third grade, I was telling my lady uh, loves aunt this when we first went in and she says, oh, you've been before. And I showed like the picture of me behind bars in third grade. And we retook the picture of me now and put them side by side on the interweb. So I'm famous. Adorable. It was adorable. And uh, they were like, what do you remember? I'm like, I just remember being in third grade in the tour guide saying how Al Capone went mad because of syphilis on Alcatraz. And I just remember looking at my dad asking what syphilis was. <laughs> and my dad just being like, uh, it's uh, he, he was sick. And then everyone just laughed. And sure enough, now they have audio. They don't have a tour guide. Uh, they have audio. And they still talk uh, about recording. him having syphilis. And they still are like, yeah, Al Capone died of syphilis. <laughs> and you're like, hell yeah, Al Capone. <laughs> Way to go. And I'm Why? just like, and all I could, <laughs> all I could think of, have you ever seen? So I married an ax murderer. Of course. Yes, it Phil Hartman as the guide. It was his yeah. name's like Maggie or something like that. So yeah. many oh, fantastic, like, uh, like secondary character parts of that. What's this? That's the uh, what's Stephen Wright's line? That's the uh, I forgot. Yeah. Oh shit! What's it called when I you're looking at the, at the at the ground? When you're the only thing I remember, I remember Stephen Wright being in it. I don't remember his scene. He's but flying I just the Phil plane. Hartman. He's flying the plane, and he's and he's like, "What's that?" And he's like, "That's that shows us where we are." He's like, "Which is actually much better than the actual where we are." 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pissed at myself for not knowing that. I got to watch that movie. If you've never seen So I Married an Axe Murder, I haven't seen it in 20 years, so who knows how funny it is. But Phil Hartman's scene as the guide at Alcatraz it's is great. just hilarious. Stephen Wright's part as the, as the guy flying him into the little island is great, too. Yeah, I, I bumped into Stephen Wright earlier this year he's he's that guy i mean god bless america what is it called when you're looking at the like where the ocean stops and the sky starts the horizon yes he's, what's that that's the artificial horizon which right now is better than the actual horizon <laughs> <laughs> i used to do a much better stephen wright i he's actually really stephen wright actually said that i did a good stephen wright He's I've, he's one of those people I've met like five or six times every time. I'm like, hi, Steven. He's like, who are you? <laughs> I'm like, I never. That's part, kind, of, part, kind of part of his shtick, though. Yeah, but it's not his shtick. That's who he really is. Oh, that's not a, it's not a shtick. It's not. Yeah, he doesn't. He just everything. So I think that's really like trying to think of what else. I got yeah, some drove stuff. around. I mean, yeah, you got. Some I feel stuff. like whatever energy you had. You blew on this, so whatever you were supposed I blew, to do, I after went this, right through my list. You're never, you're not going to have enough energy to go and do whatever you're supposed to do for the I rest was, of the day. I was rolling. But really quickly. Let me get into what. First of all, I want to clear up the personal assistant thing. I did yeah. not go to high school and troll little boys to get them to come help me with things. This is my okay. young nephew Austin, who is in Austin college from now, Dallas. Hey yo, and he uh, wants to get into the broadcast business, and everyone Don't. knows that. If you want to get into the business of broadcasting, the way to do it is to intern for me. So he's taking that on on as a as intern a for the Mike O'Brien show with a grand total of, I think, our last show, 57. It's because you're not promoting Austin. it properly. You don't go from triple true. figures to double figures unless you're not promoting properly. But anyway, I had uh, a crazy week last week. My in-laws, my my wife's brother and his wife and their two kids came into town and we stayed on Disney property and went to all of the Disney parks. Which Ooh, what property for me? We stayed at the Royal Caribbean, which I had okay. never stayed at before. Royal um, Caribbean. Which one is that? It's what does the, it look like? I don't know what it looks like. It looks like the Caribbean. It's like the part. It's it's like is really it new? spread out. That's a new. No, one. It's old. It's old. It's got it's right. It's right across from the boardwalk. Like it's on the other side of the street from the boardwalk. Okay. Anyway, so you could walk to Disney. You could walk to Epcot and you could walk to MGM from. It. No, you take the Skyliner to get to them. Interesting. Yeah, there's okay. a Skyliner stop right there. In the right. I did that once from Epcot. I was drunk. Yes, I the Skyliner. We took it to that, and then we just got off, and then we got back on it and went back to Epcot. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So we stayed okay. there. First of all, technology. I'm in it. I do it's it. It's amazing. It's Is it? Because- Until it doesn't work. Disney has gone full technology. Like, there's no longer a, P, a, a key card to put yeah. to your door. You use an app on your phone- and it does everything like I, yeah. I literally was like, I'm, I'm scrolling through and I'm like, there's got to be a place on here where I can get this thing to give me some sort of sexual gratification. But there wasn't any. But what it yeah. what it was supposed to do was open our doors. So we dragged three under 10 year old children through the Magic Kingdom all day and we got back to our hotel room and our fucking door wouldn't open. We had the opposite problem of you. We couldn't open our door. So we had to call. Yeah the customer service people to help us with the Disney pass 
and they were like, we can't help you, but we've got to call these people to make sure you're you. And there's, we're, we're literally standing outside our hotel rooms for like 30 minutes. And finally, this Jamaican woman who's cleaning rooms comes over and I say, ma'am, can you open this door for me? And she's like, no, oh. I, no, she did. She called the office. Shouldn't Jamaicans rule. By the way, I, know I showed her my ID and she checked my okay. ID versus the room. She did it all right. OK. And she led okay. us into okay. our room. What one of my uh, favorite stories from the hotels is uh, working at hotels is someone came up and said, hey, I'm staying in room, whatever. I forgot my key card. And it was a wife uh, oh, who somehow a knew busting a husband. Oh. And we shouldn't have. She was her name wasn't on the list. The person shouldn't have given the card to the person. Ooh. And that was a big, that was a big, Ooh. big meeting. That was a meeting. But my, a meeting what I really, what I really want to dis- discuss about Disney is, I don't know if it's a sign of the times that we're in, if it's the midlife crisis of women, because I don't think that in the old days, women midlife crisis as much, because I think they did their natural thing. And it was mm-hmm. like the testosterone of men that made us have midlife crises. But yes. I stood in line which I hate to stand in line to meet some character. And oh, we I stood, love doing that. We stood in like hour-long lines to meet a character. I stood Did in you meet Winnie the lines. Pooh? Buddy, you know I met Winnie the Pooh. Fuck oh, yeah. I love guy. Winnie the Pooh. It's your favorite character. It's my daughter's favorite <laughs> yes. character. So Winnie the love Pooh it. is a must for me. But, Winnie's uh, the best. But we're, we're standing in line, and I'm noticing that there are these like flocks of middle-aged women that don't have kids, don't have men all dressed to the T's and Disney shit, weird mm-hmm. colored hair, funky glasses, and they're mm-hmm. getting pictures with these princesses. And like when you stand behind a family and there's 10 of them, you're like, okay, cool. So we'll stand behind and they'll get one picture of all 10 of them, maybe one with just no, no, individual. Individual with these women. Yeah. Yeah. Like 15 of them all taking individual pictures and getting autographs and doing all of the stuff that if... Okay. When you said the autographs, that's where you lose me. I'm a big Disney guy. My big Disney guy, I like going to Disney. I like getting my pictures taken with the guys, with the with the, with the the furries, and I love that. And, that's a d- and interesting I'm, choice of words there. I'm a big furry guy, and uh, <laughs> but I'm not like weird furry. Oh, like, uh, yeah, people. sure. Most people that use and, the word furry. And uh, I like it in my picture. But when I see an adult, take out the autograph book i'm like stop it right now like come on you know i saw them giving like the new thing too is like people are making their own disney knickknack shit like their own ears their own little disney stuff yeah and i saw these women i saw these women giving their little knickknacks to the characters like oh i made what i made this Minnie mouse thing here Minnie mouse I wanted you to have this as a person who worked at Disney World. If any Disney nerd is listening to us right now, we all laugh at you. Okay, we all think you're losers. We all don't. I you can have as much fun as you want. But when you come up to us with your stupid story, (laughs) nobody cares. And by the way, nobody cares. They have a they have a box in every park 
for the knickknacks that are given to the characters. It's yeah, it's painted called the trash. Yeah, it's painted. <laughs> it's painted. By the it's way, the let trash. me give you some inside dirt here. It's painted. If you're in Magic Kingdom, it's Magic Kingdom green. If you're in Epcot, yeah. it's Epcot blue. If you're in MGM Studios, it's MGM Studios green. They have it's Animal Kingdom brown. They literally have a name of the paint, a specific paint for the receptacles mm-hmm. and everyone. And green that, monster green. Those knickknacks go directly in to one of those garbage cans you're wasting it Minnie mouse does not want your Minnie mouse necklace no not even close not even close to that yeah um yeah it's just a uh i don't know the i'm my thing is do you remember do they still do the pins do you remember the pins you, still, you have to wear i don't the think pins? it's as big of a deal i never had to wear a pin i was always backstage oh, i never had to wear pins i wore the pin i almost got fired because weekend someone grabbed me from the back by the back of my because you wear these lanyards with pins on them and like they collect them like baseball cards and the same thing they're they're worth nothing unless someone wants to pay for it so there's some that some would pay hundreds if the not thousands elvis of is, the stitch elvis i think is like 60 grand yeah there's ones that there's pay. like one or two of them made yeah and people will buy them but you have them on and of course 99 percent of these people who, who work there have no clue what they're wearing so they don't know if they're expensive or not i kind of wish i did because you get a new one every day and i would search and just take one if i knew but i didn't anyways so this lady twice it happened came grabbed the lanyard from behind and pulled back as i was talking to someone and i flipped out on them and my boss was like you can't do that i was like they can't pull that they can't i was do that. physically That's, assaulted i was phys- physically assaulted by this psychopath trying to get pins and uh then he was just like, well, if they do, I was like, then I'm not wearing the pins. He's like, if you don't wear the pins, you don't. And then I went to another boss. I was like, not I'm, I'm not wearing the pins. Gotta have I've been. Flare. Yeah, I'm not wearing the flare anymore. I've been physically assaulted twice. It's not happening. And they're like, I don't care. And yeah. then I never wore the pins again. Why did you send me a message that said Microsoft Excel? Uh, because when you're done telling your story, something I reminded me I wanted to talk about my Microsoft Excel. I'm done. But you continue. No, I'm done. You're done. Yeah. It's wait. So what else? Disney sucks. What? Disney Disney's not it's just too many people. I don't know what happened where it was like too many people to begin with. It's but this, I went so 4 years ago it's too you, many people. It, the fact that you can pay for the fast pass and you can mm-hmm. learn you use the lightning lane now where you can like do one lightning lane. Let me tell a story, okay? I'm going to give some Tell a story, Jeff. Yeah, I love this how you're done happens. and then I'm like, "Wait a second, this is trigger." This is what happens when you look at your phone and let it guide you through Disney. I was mm-hmm. filming at the Frozen show at Hollywood Studios, and we mm-hmm. were there to film because at the end of the Frozen show, Josh you were Gad, working. Yes, you were I was working. working. Josh yeah. Gad, the voice of Olaf, was going mm-hmm. to come out and sing Olaf songs. And I'm standing behind this family of like eight people and the kids are clearly interested in Frozen. The mom and yeah. dad are interested in the fact that they have a fucking lightning lane for Star Tours that they want to get. And I'm behind. Did people them. know that the guy was going to sing. No, Did they know. Or was no, it a no, surprise? no, 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 no. They nice. didn't know. It was a surprise. And yeah. so this woman and her husband are like getting ready to take their kid out of the show that the kid is clearly enjoying. And three kids, three kids are clearly enjoying yeah. to go ride Star Tours, which let me tell you. There's a reason sucks. why there's a five minute line. It doesn't suck, but there's a reason why there's a five minute. I line. get sick. You don't. On it. Yeah, I get it's sick. On it's it. it's not the best ride there. But I lean in yeah. and I say, hey, just so you know, 
don't leave to go to Star Tours. You'll be able to get on Star Tours in no time flat. I don't know why there's mm-hmm. a lightning lane for it, but just yeah. hang and stay. I promise you it'll be worth your while. Did they? Yeah. No, they ignored me. No. They dragged their screaming kid out who wanted to stay and watch the rest of the Frozen show in the middle of the Frozen show so they could make their dumbass time to ride a mediocre ride. Yeah. It's that there's never a live in the moment when you go to Disney World. It's go here, go here, go here. If you're behind schedule, you're like, I'm behind schedule. But then they could be like, hey, Mickey Mouse is doing wheelies over buses or something. And you're like, well, I want to watch that. And they're like, but we got it. Yeah, we got to go to to test track. Lightning lane. Lightning lane was made for my wife. This is perfect for her. She can micromanage the shit out of a Disney trip. (laughs) That's crazy because your wife always says you're in the lightning lane. Hey, but I said on the last day, uh, fast ejaculating on the last day we did Hollywood Studios. And I said, "Okay, I'm done. I've suffered through all of this today we're doing it my way put your Mm -hmm. phones away we're not looking at the app we're not looking at how long lines are we're going to go to the things that these children want to do and we're going to stand in line for them and we're going to do the things that they want to do and you know what we got them all done all and had a great day it was had a great day. day it was a fantastic day i could talk about disney world forever it's like one of my most loved and well, hated let me tell you Earth. what, if we did a Disney World show, we probably would get a million listeners. We should do that. We should get just people who worked at Disney World to all tell Disney, Disney stories tales. working at Disney World. That'd yeah. be actually pretty funny. I have a friend that does comedy, two friends, Andrea and um, I can see him, Scott Otto. They do a Disney like, but it's like, a, tell us about your fun Disney thing. They had me on I and I was just that. like telling I was just telling like what it's like to work there, <laughs> just like horrible stories of. Yeah. And um, it's of, funny, like, though, because Brazilian when I first kids come oh, and tackling geez, goofy and Louise. stuff. Yeah. The, the Brazilian yeah. tours are an interesting. Uh, the phenomenon. Brazilian high school tours to Disney World is just basically like all hands on deck. It's they are like it's, it's like Brazilian. Ru- however you say Rumspringa yeah. in Brazil in Portuguese, yeah. that's what it is. No rules or laws apply to them. I wasn't there for it, but supposedly Goofy got tackled into a pond once. Like, Dude, these, just... these are these are all 18 year old Brazilian kids that just finished high school. Their parents saved their whole schooling, not to send them to yeah. college, but to send them to Disney World. And yeah. like the cast members who were on to it were like. It was fish in a barrel. These Brazilian chicks would hook up with anybody with a name tag. Oh, really? So, yeah, they were shooting fish in a barrel on those Brazilian tours. I never did. I was a little too old. Yeah, I didn't when I either. I wish I knew about this when I was 21. Eh, you're not that tight. Um, our big one was the Norway. The Norway people threw the bangers of parties all the time. Yeah. The people who worked the Norway ride, because they are from Norway. And boy, oh, boy, did they did they party. Yeah. I never smooched one. I really wanted to smooch one once, but I didn't. I took down every never country in Epcot. Hey, that's a high five. Oh, Way hey, to buddy. go, Jeff. Give it to me. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, man, I was going to say something about the Disney, but I forgot. It'll come back to well, you. But anyways, uh, about Mike, Microsoft Excel. last thing, Microsoft Excel. So I, Ted and I, my roommate Ted and my lady love Macy um, dominate trivia at Rocco's. So Pasternak goes all the time. Me and Pasternak were best friends. I don't know if you know that. And uh, so we go and Cullen, who is the trivia guy, 
he is a, a, a nurse, as they say, a male nurse, because it's different than a regular nurse. He's a male nurse. And he got some sort of job where he got paid a bunch to go to Alaska for 13 weeks. Wow. So he was like, do you want to do it? And you will get uh, like 80 bucks and you'll do it. And I'm like, sure. So when I flew back Tuesday, Wednesday, I went to the trivia and just he showed me how the score. And it's actually very like you're just constantly just like grading papers basically you know oh, you ran you the got trivia this... yeah i didn't know he did the thing he was like just get into like you have to have a routine of like separated because you get behind on the grading of the the questions yeah so you gotta you know he's like you need to like figure out how to put this question you know organize this is confusing questions, put me. Them in piles. stop 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 yeah he's going to alaska you're not mm -hmm. going to alaska you're doing no. the trivia while he's in i'm alaska. doing the trivia all right so, so he was, was like training showing session training session all right good yes I'm caught up. so i was like oh cool i'll get drunk i'm not getting drunk during this like it's fucking there's a lot of moving parts you gotta be you know it, it's just too much to it's, it's actually more work than i thought it was going to be and uh, but I'm like, whatever. So then he shows me the X I haven't used Microsoft Excel in 15 years. So I'm like, I'll figure it out. He showed me on his computer is easy. Then I go to get it on mine. Uh, I go to, to like, you know, he sent me the the form and it is. So it all like I, I don't have solve to solve this for you. Whatever. Anyways, we'll do Microsoft it Excel. Do you know what I'm going to say, though? No, let's hear it. Microsoft Excel. They're like, oh, your subscription to Microsoft Excel has has um, been is up. You need to renew for $80. I was a like, month. what? A a, what? No, it's for, it's for the year. Yeah. For the year. Yeah. $80 for it's a year. It's monthly and charge I'm like, now. It's ridiculous. When is this just, I mean, you could get it by the month for like $7.99 or you can just get the year for $80. i am like, what Why the can't F? I just when did you have Microsoft to start paying Excel? for this? Didn't it just come with your computer when you bought it? No, 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 no. You've always had to pay for Excel. I guess Windows or whatever, but I would get the computer. And it's like, oh, it has Windows and Excel would be part of the no, Microsoft no, no, no. Windows. Never, uh -uh. No, really? Yeah. You've always had I to just, pay for Word, Excel, PowerPoint, all of those things. I guess separately. I just acquired computers all the time. So it was already just kind of on it. That sounds like I likely. never bought a brand new computer before. I just like got handy. But you used computers. to be able to buy Microsoft Excel and you owned it. Now they lease it to you. And I'm like, I don't oh, want to really? lease your products. Yeah. No, I, I, just, I can solve this problem for you, buddy. You can really? Yeah. Yeah, no problem. But then I just got something during this that came up and it says your Microsoft Excel has been updated. So I don't know if someone, maybe my lady love or someone, or maybe even Cullen did something that the, the guy well, to you logged into my, someone else's Microsoft Excel. I don't know. We're going to figure that out after the they show. They just goes. charged your credit card 80 bucks because you owe No shit. Sell. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> you know what it probably is? It's probably those those assholes at the Ritz Inn hacked into my account, and now I'm signed they up paid, for Microsoft Excel. For Microsoft Excel. You're going to lose this bitches. battle. The Ritz you know Inn is going to be the end of you. What? If they contacted me and they're like, hey, we're really sorry, and since the room was $80, $90, we just updated you your Microsoft Excel. Excel. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> that's actually really nice. <laughs> really nice of you. I take back everything I say. You could pee on all the sheets you want now. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, really yeah, nice of you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I got lots to do. We got friends from um, Chicago in town. So Macy, I'm at, uh, which I like to call our place. I'm at my place now, but I'll be at her, our place. I, I have to clean the microwave because our friends are going to examine the microwave. Macy was wiping the toaster down last night because God forbid someone thinks that the outside of the toaster is dirty. This is what you and do when people come over and stay. You clean. 
no one's going to go to her place though because we got them another place. Her parents have have the guest place, so they're staying at the guest place. Oh. And um, yeah, must be nice. And uh, so they're not. They might come. I don't know. It's fine. It's ridiculous. Anyway, so now I'm getting every inch of this apartment I have to clean. But then once you start cleaning it, Macy did make a good point about it, though, because she's like, you do this. So then you just end up really cleaning the place anyways. And I'm like, you're right. Because once you start cleaning, then you're like, all right, I'm just cleaning fucking everything now. So it's a good it's like it's like getting you going and then once you get going you're like oh now i gotta do this whole entire thing so yes. i was like on my hands and knees like wiping down the the heaters and like stuff you should be doing every six months i was like i'll just do it now yeah good job i'm, I'm proud of you thank you jeff you're welcome thank you very much anyways uh austin from dallas are you from dallas austin he doesn't have a microphone he doesn't, he have doesn't a microphone. know how to go Jeez, you go no, or you go yeah. <laughs> no, he's from here. Nah, we can't all be perfect. All right, well, I guess that's the end of the Michael Bryan show. I got a big day of drinking ahead of me, and tomorrow, fucking my friends from Chicago are in. So the guys, my man Dan and Chase, who I like a lot, were like, "Let's go to the Celtics to get into the Celtics tomorrow night." They're playing the Clippers. Two hundred dollars, cheapest ticket. Wow. The Celtics being good is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I can't go to the fucking games anymore. They're too expensive. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Went to wait. This is another thing that was awesome. I'm sorry. Do you not know Last how to use StubHub, dude? Yes, I have all the apps. I know how it works. But it's, but everything's thirty crazy minutes expensive. before game time, be standing outside the arena and StubHub it, dude. I understand the game, Jeff. I play the game. I live. I've minutes. won I the, the game. game so many times that you're not. I've won tell the me. game so many times that that game is unwinnable this year, Jeff. Wow. I've trust me when I say the game is the game is rigged this year for the Celtics. So, anyways, it's the Chris um, effect. I go so I go to the Clippers game when I'm in LA. All right. Yep. I'm like, I want to go. I went to a Kings game when I was there years ago. I'm like, I want to go to a basketball game. Clippers are playing the Nets Sunday afternoon, 1230. Like, perfect. So I go down and um, and a couple days before uh, all these Boston comics were around. I'm like, you guys want to go? And everyone's like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And then, of course, none of day of game. Went. None of them went. Yeah. So I didn't buy the tickets. Tickets to get in were 15 bucks. Wake up. Look at the tickets the day of. They're like 60 bucks. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I buy one ticket and it says the cheapest seat, 60 bucks. And it says you're in a luxury box. I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm in a luxury box. So go up to luxury. box. all it is is a luxury. box. it's just like you're sitting in the nosebleeds, but you're in a luxury box. I had to go down two floors to get beers. And it was just like and no one. And so I was like, oh, at halftime, I'll walk around where the because I was in level C. It surprises I like, me. I, I know they don't, but they had like popcorn and hot dogs and stuff in the, in the nothing. Box. They had nothing. nothing. Weird. Nothing. Nothing. So I think they have, especially for the Clippers, like not all the luxury boxes are sold. So yeah. they just sell them like tickets. So, um, I mean, there were some luxury boxes you saw, like they had people and attending and like waiters and waitresses and stuff. But yeah. mine was just like, they're just seats. Yeah. I got to sit next to this guy who's like, yeah, it was like 50 bucks. And him and his family were there. We're just talking, whatever. And uh, so then at halftime, I went down and did um, the Michael Bryan move. And I went to try. I, I, I shot my shot and tried to get uh, half court. That was not happening. They were checking seats. So I kind of went in the corner lower level and saw in the, the clip down 15. It was the worst basketball game I've ever seen. Clippers were down 15 the entire game. 
And then the last form, it's why I hate Paul George. It's why I hate James Harden. I like Kawhi Leonard, but it's why I used to hate Russell Westbrook. But Wes Westbrook plays hard all the time now. But they just pick and choose when they want to play. Clippers were down 15 the entire game. Last five minutes, they finally started playing. They won by 11. And I'm like, fuck you. Fuck all of you. Like, I hate all of you. <laughs> You're the worst basketball players ever, except Kawhi Leonard. You should never. But even Kawhi Leonard had seven points. He ended up with 23 in the last four minutes. He scored like 18 points. I'm like, screw you two. Like, I hate all of you. Anyways, that's that. Do you have $200 so I can go to the Clippers Celtics tomorrow? I have $200, but you can't have it. Fuck. Austin, 200 bucks. You want to give me 200 bucks? He doesn't have enough no. gas. Shook his head. He finally shook his head. Shook his head real fast on that one. <laughs> All right, friends. Well, that is the Mike O'Brien show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Jeff Taylor in Celebration Florida. Austin, his personal assistant, is in Celebration Florida. Like I said, thank you for for listening. Um, like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, spread the word. Never att- go to the Ritz Inn in San Francisco, California. Thank you, Ricky Henderson. I love you all week uh, equally. Have a wonderful and glorious day. And ta-ta for now. <laughs>